everyone, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm your host, Bill, and this week, I'm not really sure if words are going to truly be able to describe the episode that I will be talking about today. But before I get into this week's episode, I want to send a special thanks to Joseph McDade, who's Music is used as the theme song of Shark's Pond South Park podcast. You could go to josephmcdade.com and if you click under the free use music section, you can use any songs that he has for free. All you got to, you know, all you got to all you got to do is just give him credit when you use his songs on your podcast, YouTube videos, any movies, video games, whatever you use it, you name it. Just as long as you're giving credit. It is josephmcdade.com. So, this week, I'm going to be talking about the Jeffersons. No, not the hilarious mid-70s to mid-80s television show with uh, Sherman Hemsley. I'm talking about the Jeffersons, the episode in which we get Michael Jackson. Before I, I before I get into this episode, I, I wanna I wanna give my own opinion on Michael Jackson, and I'm I'm not gonna make it political. I'm I'm just saying my feelings, my opinions of him. First off, he's a terrific singer, terrific musician. I mean, he had some of the best songs of the last 50 years in all the world. I'm never going to take away his ability. I, you know, he's a fantastic musician. He's a fantastic singer. You know, he, he was incredible. However, I think a lot of people, in a, in a, in a way, can't really separate Michael Jackson the musician from Michael Jackson, the man. Um, Michael Jackson, the man, is a very interesting, very complex situation. It's a very interesting point of our lives, those that grew up with Michael Jackson. Um, You know, we could say a lot of things about him. We we could go on and say, oh, he did this, he did that, when honestly, we probably will never know. Yes, I know there was a documentary that came out last year that was put on HBO. I did not watch it. So if those people were telling the truth or were telling lies, you know, I, I don't know, and quite frankly, I don't care. Do I think he is the greatest of all time? No, I, I, I honestly don't. I think there are more singers and more bands that are better than him. But as far as talent goes, I think he is one of the best talented musicians that we've ever had. I just think, and, and this is even before he passed away in 2009, because this episode is in 2004. Um, I think... He might be, and I'll explain why I'm thinking this, I think he might be a little overrated. 
And the reason that I think he may be a little overrated is because we as a society placed Michael Jackson on this pedestal that made him holier than thou. And I think that's a bit unfair, not only to Michael Jackson, the performer, but also Michael Jackson, the man. And when you do that, bad things could end up happening. He's gone the trial twice. He's had he had a rough last 15, 20 years of his life, and he passed away in 2009. And I actually remember the day that he passed away. I got a text at, it was about after 6 p.m. And I got a text from a friend of mine, and she asked me if I had gone on the TMZ. Now remember, TMZ at this time in 2009, it it's popular, but it's not humongously popular. Let, let's just say it like that. And I had, you know, I replied back that, no, I, I had not been on TMZ in a while. And she was like, had you heard about Michael Jackson? So I guess my initial thought was, okay, what did he do now? So I turned onto the, the local Fox affiliate here, WTTG, Washington, D.C., Channel 5, and I see that Michael Jackson has died. And this is a complete shock to everyone because, you know, Michael Jackson's supposed to live for like another 30, 40 years. He, he can't die, you know. But he did. He passed away and the the tributes were nice and you know i'm not gonna say that they weren't worthy of it um that's one of those celebrity deaths that i actually remember where i was and actually i'll tell you where i was where i recorded this show that you guys are listening to right now Maybe three feet away from where I'm or where I stood when I turned the TV on, that's where I found out that Michael Jackson died. So I just wanted to give my personal opinion of Michael Jackson. Uh, performing wise, musician wise, he's great, he's fantastic. As a person, much left to be desired. So now that I got that out of the way, giving you my thoughts on Michael Jackson, uh, today I will be reviewing the episode entitled The Jeffersons, which originally aired on April 21st, 2004, was written and directed by Trey Parker. And let's dive into this week's episode, The Jeffersons. So our episode begins with the four boys riding their tricycles because, yeah, that's what fourth graders do at this point in their life, is ride a tricycle. And they 
they see that a house has been sold. And Cartman gives this weird line of, I hope it's not Austrians, they piss me off. Okay. Well, all of a sudden we see a little boy standing in the doorway. And he's got a mask on. And he's talking to them and he introduces himself as Blanket. And he wants the guys to come into his house and play. And at first, Carmen's like, no, we're not going to play with a little kid. And then he tells them that, you know, he's got video games and arcades and they go in. Well, there's, you know, the claw machine, there are video games, there's cotton candy, and then they go to the back and there's a giraffe and there's a... A ride and train and all that and you know the guys are they're impressed they're like well where's your dad and blanket points him out and he's gonna say his name you know it's michael jackson <laughs> but instead it's jefferson michael jefferson now one thing that i actually like about this is that he always wears a mustache every time He's on for about two-thirds of this episode. He's wearing a mustache, which is pretty pretty funny. So he so Mr. Jefferson introduces himself and he climbs up a tree and he starts singing. And the four boys join him. Well Blanket is trying to get up there, but Kyle's like, uh, Mr. Jefferson, your son's trying to get up the tree. I think he needs help. Nothing happens. So we go to Stark's Pond, where the rest of the kids are skating, and the boys tell them about the new neighbor and that they should go over. They do go over, and it seems like all the kids in the town are just ecstatic. So they, you know, they're all there. They're celebrating, and Blanket gives kind of candy to the kids, and Michael Jefferson pops in and he's like, I'm first, I'm first, I'm first. And Blanket gets knocked over eventually. So Mr. Jefferson invites some kids to ride his train and Cartman joins and Cartman sings along with Mr. Jefferson and Mr. Jefferson is impressed by Cartman's singing voice. Oh boy. So... Kyle eventually takes Blanket up to the bathroom to treat his wound, and Blanket explains that he doesn't know his mom. In fact, he doesn't even think he has a mom, because he was created from a test tube and put inside a lady's tummy, and he came out, and his dad took him home. So, now Kyle's, you know, a little bit concerned. So, they're walking away... You know, they're going back to their home, and Carmen is very excited because Mr. Jefferson said that he is his best friend, his new best friend, and that he could come over any time that he wants. So we end up having Mr. Jefferson come over to meet some of the parents in the neighborhood. They meet with the Marshes, they meet with the Stotches, they meet with the Broflovskis. And one of the things they bring up in the discussion is the Kobe Bryant trial because 
that's going on at this time in uh, our society or close to it because the previous summer Kobe Bryant uh, was accused of raping a woman and that was a whole mess I'm not gonna get into that so you know they're like oh yeah he's guilty he's going to jail and Mr. Jefferson's like nah nah that, that ignorant that ignorant so you know, it's like Mr. Jefferson's trying to defend Kobe here. Meanwhile, Blanket is eating with Stan and Kyle, and Blanket is like, Wow, this is amazing! What is this you call it again? It's a TV dinner. Wow! So Blanket, when he goes out, and I really do not recommend any kids, or any adults for that matter, but especially kids trying this. He's wearing, it looks like it's a bag over his head because he had the mask on and then he's got the, this bag so now you know Carmen comes over and he's getting jealous because it's like Mr. Jefferson is my best friend you are not going to take him away from me so down at the police precinct uh, we get the debut actually of Officer Harrison Yates. This is the first time that we get to see the character of Harrison Yates. Or I believe I do believe this is the original um you know first time. But so they get this thing about how someone moved into the, the house that they're currently in and that he is a rich African American male. And they're like Okay, we gotta go in there and we gotta bust him. We gotta get him. So, that night, Stan is asleep when he hears a couple of knocks on his window. And he opens the window and it's Mr. Jefferson dressed up as Peter Pan. Yeah. Try to get the image out of your head for that one. So... Carmen then comes over. He's still upset because he's thinking Stan is trying to steal Mr. Jefferson away from him. And then Kyle comes in and he has Blanket with him because Blanket was left behind by Mr. Jefferson. And Mr. Jefferson said, Yay, we can have a sleepover. We can have a slumber party. So they all end up going to sleeping in Stan's room. This is not... <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen this episode. So, um, so now we get to a point where Officer Yates, he's got a team set up. He's got them placing evidence inside the house to be prepared to frame Mr. Jefferson. So we get to the next morning. And Stan's dad comes in and he sees Mr. Jefferson and all four boys lying in Stan's bed. And he's like, this is highly inappropriate. Mr. Jefferson, I want you to get out of this house. So he does. But as he's leaving, he gives Randy and Sharon each $100 to not tell anybody. And Randy's like, well, I'm going to go get that new sports coat I wanted. So then Sharon tells Stan and Kyle and, and Cartman that 
you are to never go to that house again. Stan and Kyra are like, that's fine. We don't want to go. And then Carbid's like, well, pardon my French, but you can suck my hairy balls. And it's like, well, Carmen is the defiant one. So what else is there to say? So Officer Yates wakes up in the car and he sees Mr. Jefferson and Blanket walking. And it's like, all right, we're going to get ready. Get ready to bust him. And he turns around and Officer Yates is like, he's white. He's white. Abandoned. 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 And, you know, and he gets so upset. You know, because the other officer's like, well, I mean, he could be black. He, you know, might have had some plastic surgery. And he pushes his face in the window and is like, do you see him? Does he look black to you? And he's like, you know. But that was a very interesting scene um, there. So now we get to a, a later point in the episode where... Stan, Kyle, and now Kenny are walking, and they see Blanket staring, you know, out the window. And Kyle is just feeling terrible about this poor kid. You know, he's just there, and there's just no love really for him. So Blanket opens the window, and Stan's like, Come on, why don't you come and chop some wood with us? And at first, Blanket wants to do it. But then Mr. Jefferson's like, oh, no, no, that, that ignorant, that ignorant. And he does, or they do a parody of the infamous uh, scene where Michael Jackson was holding Blanket over, uh, over a window when Blanket was a baby. I remember that. That was so bizarre. But this time he's throwing him around and the kids are just screaming and they're like, oh, my God. So... Now Blanket has gone and he started crying and Mr. Jefferson tries to make him happy and, you know, he's like, I got your nose. I got your nose. I got your nose. And and Blanket feels better. So Blanket thinks, okay, I'm going to play along with Daddy. So he grabs Mr. Jefferson's nose and, oh, his nose came off. Yikes. And this scares Blanket terribly, as it really should. So Officer Yates goes home, and he's just depressed. He's going to call it quits, because, you know, he's been working on this case, and, you know, my job is to frame rich black people, and I almost framed a white, an innocent white guy. And his wife is there, and she's like, you don't go to Croet. You go back and you go and do your job. It's just a, you know, it's sort of like a tra- traditional TV cop show where it's like, you go back and you finish your job. So that night, Cartman is going to go over and sleep o- or have a sleepover with Mr. Jefferson. Well, no one's answering the door because Mr. Jefferson is talking to his plastic surgeon and he's like, yeah, can you can you come? Can you come fix my nose? I I'll pay you. I'll pay for the flight. And his hair is starting to come out, and it's like his Botox injections are starting to come out. Meanwhile, on the outside of the house, Kyle and Stan are with this blonde-haired kid, and he's like, "Okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna switch." 
blanket with you. You're going to be blanket. And we're going to take this kid and we're going to hide him. And he's like, all right, I'm going to do it, but you owe me. And Stan's like, yeah, well, at least you're finally doing something for once. So they climb up the side wall and they get inside Blanket's room. So Blanket sees them and they switch Blanket with the other kid. So they take him, so they take the original Blanket into the bathroom and they're trying, you know, to hurry up, pack his bag and get out of there. And here comes Mr. Jefferson and, you know, they see what's going on and it's Michael Jackson from Thriller minus a lot of hair and plastic surgery and a nose and his skin is completely lighter than it was back in 1983. So this chases the kids away and they go into Blanket's room and at first Mr. Jefferson gets Blanket but not the real Blanket, the, the other Blanket. So he tosses him into the air a few times. And then he goes up and his head goes through the ceiling. And oh my god, he killed Kenny! Way to take one for the team, Kenny. At least we got our one death of the season of Kenny. So now, Mr. Jefferson is trying to get Blanket back. And Mr. Jefferson goes outside and here's all this police. And they've got him and they're gonna you know they're gonna arrest him and Carmen's like wait a minute no don't you take him away just because he may or may not have molested kids and you think that he you know lied and and you know Carmen is trying to defend Mr. Jefferson here meanwhile Kyle comes in and in a way he sort of defends Mr. Jefferson because you know Hey, this guy didn't have a childhood growing up. But at the same time, he puts Mr. Jefferson in his place by saying, Once you become a parent, you have to be responsible for your kid. Don't act like a kid. Be responsible for your kid. So, Mr. Jefferson's like, Yeah, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll stop this. I'm going to retire. I'm going to get a regular job. I'll do regular pay. So he takes Blanket's mask off and we see Blanket's face, which is pretty much just like any face you'd see on South Park. And then we end with a Michael Jackson song-ish. And that's the end of the episode, The Jeffersons. That is quite an episode, to say the least. Uh, that is quite the episode. So, where did the idea of this episode come from? Well, Trey and Matt resisted doing a Michael Jackson show because he's such an easy target. Well, I mean, he, they do have a point there. But the concept found its focus when they made the story about his son, Blanket. And it goes back to what I had said earlier about, you know, dangling him outside of that hotel room. And it's like, oh my god, you know, it's like, you're gonna, they're going to kill the kid. He's going to kill the kid. But thankfully that did not happen. 
what did I think of this episode? This is a tough call. This is uh, a, a tough call. It's a good episode. It really is. Because you got a topic of Michael Jackson. 2004, he's sort of out of the music limelight, but he's still a name. I mean, he's always going to be a name. You know, long after we're gone, he's still going to be a name. It's hard to figure out, though, for me, if they're trying to say, here's Michael Jackson, he's a nut, he's crazy, or is it like, here's Michael Jackson, he's got his son, and he should focus on taking care of his son. It's a really tough call. I mean, it is a good episode. It really is. There's a couple of good moments in there. It's not a 10. Not not like last week's episode. This is not a 10. But it is a good episode. And I do recommend you guys watch this episode. So I'm, I'm going to give this... It's just barely. I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10. That's going to be my official rating for this episode is an 8 out of 10. Uh, we had a couple of uh, different groups respond to this episode. Maxim Magazine uh, stated that Mr. Jefferson is a Michael Jackson-like freak. Well, yeah, I mean, they're making fun of Michael Jackson. And the National Board of Review's John Gallagher calls this episode a howlingly funny assault on Michael Jackson. I don't know if howlingly would be the right term for that, but it is a good, funny assault on the King of Pop. So, let's go to IMDb and let's see what people think from there about this episode. Of over 2,100 people, the average rating for this episode is an 8.6 out of 10. 676 people gave this episode a 10, 629 people gave this a 9, 463 people gave this an 8, and 38 people gave it a 1. The male demographic, the average uh, rating is an 8.6, with the under 18 demographic giving it its highest rating at a 9.2. Meanwhile, the female demographic, their average rating is an 8.3, with their highest demographic being 45 and over, giving this episode an average rating of 8.7. Very, very interesting. So we have some reviews of this very interesting episode. And let's begin with the Gangsta Hippie. Gangsta Hippie wrote, The Jeffersons involves Michael Jackson, who changed his name to Jefferson, moving into South Park along with his young son, Blanket. Jackson... Slash Jefferson has all sorts of toys and games, but he somewhat neglects his son. Cartman takes a real liking to Jefferson, and the others think he is a freak. They try to save Blanket from him. Meanwhile, the cops are looking for a way to frame another rich black man. They took for Jeff or they look for Jefferson only to find that he actually looks white. This episode is pretty funny and crazy. It also marks another time we see Kenny without his hood. This is a fairly funny and good South Park episode. Next review is from Kababa, who wrote, I love this episode because it is not only funny, but also has some heart to it. 
Instead of easily making fun of Michael Jackson as a child molester, it critiques its, his parenting style and emphasizes with his child and the neglect from MJ constantly trying to relive his own lost childhood. As always in South Park, there are some good songs in this episode such as Wishing Tree, and I laugh out loud every time I see it. They definitely poke fun at MJ with his plastic surgery and singing style, but at the end, you sort of feel sorry for him. I feel that the creators were siding with him in the end. This episode definitely ranks up there in my book. Michael underscore the underscore normal wrote, This episode came out after Michael Jackson had been arrested and was on trial for child molestation. Parker and Stone do an excellent job by targeting Jackson's accusers as much as, if not more than, Jackson himself. The criticism of Jackson is about his fitness as a parent and not about any rumors of him being a child molester. In fact, this episode seems to show some empathy towards Jackson, showing him to be a quote-unquote lost boy who simply wanted to relive the childhood he was denied as a child performer. On the surface, it may seem like this South Park episode is simply lampooning Jackson's incredible personal idi... I know I'm going to mess this word up... idiosyncrasies as displayed on Living with Michael Jackson. But within these pot shots at Jackson lie a serious appraisal of the man's personality and how that may affect his ability to raise his children. I liked that the episode focused on Jackson's children and seriously analyzed their well-being and happiness based on Jackson's apparent fitness as a parent. To be honest, Parker and Stone had only the Bashir interview to go with in order to make their judgment and... That special, I think, did not reveal the real Michael Jackson as a man, much less analyze his children's happiness or his fitness as a parent. We will never know unless Jackson's children speak up themselves. Nonetheless, Parker and Stone are to be commended for not joining with the herd in casting Jackson as a man guilty of any crime or as being a particularly evil person, as most comedians are wont to do, and for actually criticizing the police in their investigation of Jackson. So far, this has to be the best parody of Michael Jackson ever shown, if only because it tries to understand the man. Finally, a review from Tom Nell, who wrote, Michael Jackson, under fake name Martin Jefferson, and his son Blanket, moved to South Park. Carmen becomes great friends with Michael because of all of his cool toys, while Kyle, Stan, and Kenny try to be the good parents to Blanket Michael never was. It's a surprisingly sweet episode because the central character is Blanket instead of Michael. Along with that, it's also really funny. Trey Parker's terrible impression of Michael Jackson is much funnier than any good impression would be. It also features a disturbing dream sequence between Michael and Cartman and one of Kenny's funniest deaths. It's part of a really great season. And you know, I'm really glad that that last review mentioned Trey Parker because Trey Parker does an incredible job as our voicing Michael Jackson in the episode. He does an amazing job uh, doing the parody of Michael Jackson. I mean, you've heard me try to do it a couple times. I can't really do it as well as um, Trey Parker did, but yeah, it, it, Trey Parker should be commended for doing a really good job on that voiceover. 
Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. But before I go, let me give you a couple of plugs. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97. Um, all you got to do is just type that in in the search bar. You're right there, SharksPond97. I do post the link up in the description for each episode. Also, join our Facebook group. It is Sharks Pond a South Park podcast where the group not only talks about the episode that is reviewed but we also talk about the current South Park news maybe any great memories we have of the show and what is to come in the future that link will be posted in the description box it is Sharks Pond a South Park podcast next week gonna hit the halfway point of season eight of south park can you believe it it's already the halfway point of season eight of south park as i will be reviewing the episode goobacks and this episode is going to be remembered for one of the most famous lines in south park history i don't think i need to tell you you guys probably know what it already is Thank you guys for tuning in, and until next time, I am Bill, and you've been listening to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast.